blind. Dude, we've been friends on Facebook for a long time. I had no idea you had a fucking accent. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 392, how to achieve growth now with Justin Shank. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Hi, I'm Adam Lewis Walker, host of Awaken Your Alpha, the number one men's development podcast that is also a best-selling book, Awaken Your Alpha, Tows and Tactics to Thrive, and also a TEDx talk, Awaken Your Alpha, How to Rise Up. You can see a theme here, but please do check these out. If you like the talk, if you like the podcast, you will love the book. The book is the best of the best, and it's available on Amazon as a coach and implementer. I'm here for you. I've got your back. Get to the podcast. It's important to really remember that you create your own arena, your environment, not just your physical environment, but just as importantly, your mental environment. This episode is sponsored by The Arena, the men's only membership community that really will enhance all and everything you're doing. Dig deeper into the effective model, philosophy, and strategies. Ultimately, it's that mindset and philosophy to fulfillment and the art of living. That's mental toughness and strength going forward as a man. Stepping into the arena is what it's all about. This is going to be 10x the value. And for the founding members, please do go and check this out. This is a huge opportunity to get in at the ground floor. That's ayalpha.com forward slash arena. Get to the podcast. Right, this week we have an awesome one. I'm loving the name already. We have Justin Shank on the line. He's the man behind Growth Now Movement. I'm excited. We've got so much we can talk about. Justin, are you ready to awaken your alpha today? Adam, man, I'm so excited about this conversation. I said to you, we hopped on this call and we'd been connected on social media for so long and you start talking and I was like, I had no idea that you had an accent and I was blown away and I'm extra excited for this conversation now. <laughs> awesome. I, I was very tempted to like put on a fake South African accent after that or an Australian. <laughs> Someone who knew me for three years had met me in person multiple times. I'd interviewed them. When they introduced me on their show, did this whole big spiel and introduced me in an Australian accent and oh. said... <laughs> It was awesome. I was so excited to then just say, you know, I'm not from Australia. That's amazing. That's amazing. I feel like that is that kind of stuff happens to me all the time. Like I'll just put myself in weird scenarios and then I just look like a fool. <laughs> it was, so, it was it, to his credit, he kept it in the interview, but it was the, it is the best introduction I've ever had. Cause he went on, he really went into it. And then I told him, you know, I'm not from uh, Australia. And then it was still about 30 seconds when he went, you're joking, right? And I'm like, no, I'm from England. <laughs> <laughs> I love so it. Good, so good. I anyway, love it. So that was quite a brief introduction I did. Is there anything you'd like to add or highlight? What are you all about at the moment? Yeah, man, that's a, that's a really broad, great question, right? And so, uh, you know, I started Growth Now Movement three and a half years ago, uh, and it organically has taken off to become, you know, a top-ranked podcast by Inc. Magazine and all these crazy things, and which now led to what is my passion project, which is Growth Now Movement Live. Um, and really the ultimate goal with that is I realized the benefit, uh, and the honor that I have every single day to sit down with the incredible people that I have on my show, like an Ed, my or a Gabby Bernstein or a Burt Kreischer or whoever I go, how do I then bring that to other people that don't necessarily have the access? Cause they have this top ranked podcast and they, you know, they've gotten quote unquote lucky in certain avenues. Right. And so growth that movement live was born from that. And, uh, it really, it's been it's been a life of many, many failures that led to this great success because I tied my purpose to what I was doing and everything has taken off. Um, I mean, that's probably the best way that I can describe everything that I'm working on right now. Awesome. And just your quick touch on your origins. Where are you originally from? Where are you speaking to us from today? Yeah, man. So I, I am originally from South Jersey. 
uh, born and raised right on the beach. Uh, but I now live in the beautiful city of Reading, Pennsylvania, um, which is about an hour west of Philadelphia. Um, and this is really, it's funny, people all the time, they say, why do you still live in Reading? Because, uh, you know, obviously, as an entrepreneur, I can live anywhere. Yeah. Um, and it's because I kind of tie this city to how I kind of tie my life, right? So growing up, um, in high school, I, I always joke and say, if there was a senior superlative for least likely to succeed, that would have been me. Um, I had a 1.7 GPA. My mom was in the middle of a 20 year opioid addiction and my dad was in jail. And Whoa. so people would look at me and they would go, you've got no shot kid. And I feel like people kind of look at Reading in the same way, like Reading's got no shot. And that's why I hold my event here. Like I should go hold my event in like Miami, like literally my podcast gets played in all 50 States and a hundred countries every single week. Um, I can go hold it anywhere. Um, but I hold it here in Reading because look, I, I was able to work through in self-development and really figure this life thing out. Uh, and so why not give us whole entire city and community a shot as well? Oh, I love that. Absolutely love that. I can, I can relate to that because I'm in the middle of nowhere and I <laughs> want to bring stuff to there. So I have to ask, you said you're originally from Jersey? Yeah. So, and on the beach, I, I'm my brain because <laughs> I'm, I'm apologizing in advance. Talk to me about what you know I'm going to ask. Is it near the classic Jersey shore? And yeah, so I'm, I'm South Jersey. So if you ask anybody from New Jersey, cause it's separate, like it's, yeah. there's a North and South. And if they could put it to vote tomorrow, it would be a unanimous vote to split it into two States. Like we don't associate with them. I don't associate or yeah, it's vice versa. They don't like the South. We don't like the North. Although I have become really, really good friends with somebody uh, named Albie Manzo from her housewives in New Jersey. But again, that's not as obscene as the Jersey shore people, which he's actually friends with. So it's like this weird world of like, I don't associate New Jersey with that and meet myself yeah. with that, but I'm friends with that now. So I just wanted weird. to check because I, when you said that I had visions of you, when you said it wasn't <laughs> going to work for me, I had visions of you walking down the promenade when you was younger in your year. <laughs> Yeah, that, that is not the case. That is not the case. <laughs> oh, awesome. You touched on a tough situation to come from. Can you think of, or was there any kind of particular awakening moment, either when you was younger or even more recently with this whole growth now movement that when you feel like this is the path, this is what I'm going to crack on with? Yeah, man, I think it's been um, tw almost 20 years of a constant evolution. Um, you know, I'm 35 years old now, but when I was 19, I was in a direct sales company and I did very, very well. And that's when I was introduced to self-development and understanding that we can, whatever we were, we can make ourselves better. Right. And that's through work and dedication and, and education and mentors and all these things. And, you know, I had somebody work for me in that organization because I became a manager. And at the end of their time there, before they went back to college, they came up to me and said, you know, Justin, I probably would have made more money working at McDonald's, but because of what you taught me, my life is so much better. Um, and it was in that moment at 19 years old where I went, that's what I need to do. That's, that's my purpose. That's what I really want to do. It just took me a really long time to find the vehicle in order to do it. Realistically, what had happened was I had three failed businesses under my belt. And I said to myself, I need to learn from the masters. I need to figure out how entrepreneurs truly build this thing. And so I said, I'm going to start a podcast called the growth now movement. It's going to be growth of business and entrepreneurship. And how do we do this? And so I had this whole grandiose idea of launching this podcast learning from people and then building a business. And what had ended up happening was five months before I launched the show, my mom lost her 20 year battle to opioids. Um, and it was in I'm that moment that. that was that real rock bottom moment in my life that I realized that it has nothing to do with outward success. It has nothing to do with money, cars, fame. None of that matters. Um, sure. It's highlighted, but none of that matters. Uh, and what it really is about is, you know, impact, self-love, happiness, 
feeling worthy, all these things that my mom lacked in her life that led to her death. Honestly, like here's what I say all the time. And here's why growth is kind of my word. It's actually tattooed on my arm. Here's why it is my word. Because if I was chasing a million dollars, say that's my goal. When I got to a million, I'm going to go, okay, now how do I make 10? There's no, there's no like end. The only mm. end in all of our lives is death. And so if we focus on consistent growth and we focus on, I live in a, I live in an area of 1%, right? And so I say to myself, my goal every single day is to grow 1%, whether that's in my relationships, in my business, in my health, I just want to get better 1% every single day because there's really no end target. I've got big goals, sure, but there's no end target for anybody. And I think once we grasp that concept, happiness follows. Awesome. Was there a particular person like the Yoda question who helped awaken your alpha or just, you know, inspired you from afar or just said the right thing at the right time? Yeah. Um, I think again, it's not one in particular person. I think the original person was when I was 19, a guy named Rich Teasdale, uh, who became a mentor of mine in business. And then I started to learn from people because I worked at the same company with like Hal Elrod when, before people knew who he was. Yeah. Um, and so I knew how when I was 19 years old. And so I think it was for me, it was that perpetual learning from every single person, which is why I think my podcast has blown up because people ask all the time, like, oh, who's your target market? And I go, me. Like these conversations are for me as much as it is as everybody that That's listens. what I started with my target market. That's why I was like, yeah. it's a, kind of a men's development podcast just because it's just kind of naturally because I was a dude and I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> dude, it's true. And I'm like, I have convert like, I, I don't accept any pitches on my show. I only have people on my show that I want on my show. Uh, and that's because I, it's for me. Like I want to, I want to continue to get better. And so it's people that I admire. And so I would say everybody from, you know, Richard Teasdale and Hell I Ride when I was 19 to, you know, Fabio Viviani now, who's a, a, a dear friend of mine, but he also happens to run a half a billion dollar company. So, wow. you know, it, it's just that constant, I constantly try and put myself in places where I'm a little uncomfortable so I can continue to learn. Before the interview, you touched on, you know, your podcast and download numbers and, and you know, the, the substantial growth um, and, you know, how recent that and, and purely we can take this even to a kind of like a podcasty geeky way or just more general, like, how did you, because it's a great purpose and mission behind the podcast, but there's a lot of podcasts out there. That is a very successful podcast in the download stats, as well as I know that you can, you know, look at it from many other ways. But how did you go from, say, like 250 downloads an episode to, you know, thousands and thousands, tens of thousands? And also, um, was there something that changed or is it just, you know, that keep turning up? Is there anything you can trace it back to? Yeah, a ton of stuff, man. And, and uh, I teach my clients this stuff all the time. And I'm happy to share it with you and your audience. I mean, you know, for me, uh, it was first the alignment of the branding and the messaging, right? It's always, it was always growth now movement, but I had this co-host that uh, wasn't aligning with what I was trying to do with it. And so I asked him to take a step back. So that was step one, I got my messaging and my branding in a line. Um, and so what had happened there, there was an organic growth from there. Mm-hmm. And when I noticed that was happening, what I realized was, um, I was I was serving my audience in a way that I knew that they were more like me versus like trying to serve this grandiose idea. Right. And i I found out when you serve the audience that wants more from you, they'll then tell all their friends, well, guess who their friends are. They're your target audience. Mm. Right. And so still to this day, the ultimate way to grow your podcast is by word of mouth. It's still the number one way. Facebook ads don't work. Instagram ads don't work. It's too expensive to drive to iTunes. It just doesn't work. Um, so it's word of mouth. Right. So I figured out, okay, get it in line serve the audience, let it grow organically that way. Um, and as I, just, it started, I mean, just quickly yeah. as a podcast, just I, that I completely on board with that. Do you to kind of leverage that? Do you specifically, I know most podcasts say something like, Oh, I'll tell your friends or subscribe review kind of that it almost washes over some of this. Is there like, 
like a more of a specific do you literally say along the lines of please do tell your friends or have you got any sort of thoughts on that yeah so i found out like so we can get real nitty-gritty in the statistics like seven percent of your audience listens to the intro of your show like that's literally <laughs> it's not right but they're but then 80 percent of your audience is listening to 80 percent of your show or something crazy like that so like these people are listening to every word but they fast forward past the intro um so what i ended up doing was i would casually drop it in conversation um mm. like i would hear a story from an uh you know somebody would reach out to me that was listening and said hey i just told my friend about this or they'd plug it on instagram and so i'd be talking to my guests and be like yeah you know it was crazy like all these people started to share out about this show on their podcast or, or on their instagram stories and then I noticed an uptick. Like I realized people were like, oh, Justin pays attention to this. So let me that's, do it too. That's so much better. It's so much better. <laughs> you know, because people want to know that they're having an impact as well. Because I think a lot of times people just assume, you know, there's a great difference between the you know, million downloaded podcasts and, you know, the independent who's just getting going. And this, I feel like sometimes people feel like you won't notice you know, or they, they feel like they won't have an impact if they leave a review or, you know share it or tell their friends. And they, they really will. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, and here's what I, I recommend you know, your audience do as they're listening to this. Cause I realized that I, I, I did this podcast forever. My guests and it, my audience started to grow. And I remember being at a couple thousand downloads an episode. And I was like, I'm not hearing from anybody. Like who yeah. are these people? What, what are they doing in their life? Like I want to know. And they weren't reaching out to me, but then my guests would be like, dude, your listeners are awesome. Like they're messaging me. I'm Where like, are they? <laughs> I'm like, why are they not messaging me? And I had a conversation with somebody and said this to them. And they go, Justin, I don't reach out to any of the people that I listen to on a podcast, but I will go follow and listen and reach out to their guests because that's who they're highlighting. And so what I ended up doing is I added a second episode every single week, which is just a solo episode. It's me for five to 10 minutes and hey, I become the expert. I did right? that as well. And it was purely for that reason, because I just felt disconnected with the audience. Yeah. And so here's what I recommend. Anybody listening right now, screenshot this. Put it on your Instagram story. Tag me on Instagram. It's Justin T. Shank. Tag Adam on Instagram. What's your Instagram? Adam Lewis Walker. Perfect. Or awaken so, your alpha as well. Either one. Yeah. Perfect. So tag us, put it up on the story. Um, and then here's my prom. I'm going to make Adam promises too. We'll reach out and we'll offer help to whatever you're working on. I'll do the same. So like whatever they're working on, I want to be able to help. And hopefully you'll have the time to do it as well. Um, because what this does is, is it shows us that people are, it's, this message is resonating with people. And even if it's one person, good. That's all this. That's yeah. all. That's the only reason I show up, right? As long as one person is listening and it impacts them or whatever. But podcasting for me, it became this word of mouth thing, uh, started to grow. And then I got listed by Inc. Magazine as a top eight podcast every entrepreneur should follow. Um, and I woke up one morning. It was actually two years exactly to the day my mom passed away. Um, it was November 14th, 2017 was the Inc. article. Um, and I woke up and I was like, what is happening right now? And I realized I, I was all of a sudden ranked in the top 10 in self-help. And I was ranked in the top 200 out of all podcasts. And I'm like, what is happening in my life right now? Mm. Um, and I found out that I was on this Inc. article. What had happened, I got a little lucky. So the guy who wrote I was going to say, did you go after that? Because a lot of times people go after these things. And, you know, it's, it's, I want to yeah. yeah, the story behind the article. Yeah. <laughs> I did not pay for it. There wasn't any of that stuff. So the guy who wrote the article happened to listen to my podcast. Um, and I got lucky. So it was like Lewis house was number one. I was number two. Uh, Andy Frisella was on it. Uh, John Lee Dumas was on it and a couple other people. Awesome. And there was only eight, there was only eight podcasts. So there's a lot of luck in that, but that forexed my audience overnight. Um, and then, I've never made any lists either. Just to- <laughs> <laughs> you will, you, you will, you will, but look, it- yeah, I, I'm just saying like, it's that, that, like you say, like it happened to you. It's nice. Like you said, like, and it was a nice surprise, but yeah. 
And that's that's how I believe it will be for me <laughs> when it happens. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to say if. <laughs> I really found out too, though, beyond that, because it gave me the opportunity to explore different avenues. And I got invited on the big shows and I started to do all these things. And I realized that that's how, that's how it works. Like only 28% of Americans are listening to a podcast on a regular basis. That's it. 28%. Mm-hmm. And yes, that number is growing, but right now that's what we're working with. And so how do you get in front of podcast listeners? You get on podcasts, right? And so say I come on your show and then two people happen to like me, they go subscribe to my show. And then that's how you grow that too. And there's a bunch of other ways as well. Um, but it's really kind of a, a bunch of trial and error. Like you said, like you kind of figured out how to do this by failing. Um, <laughs> same, same way, man. Yeah. Awesome. Man, we could just dig into podcasts and stuff for the rest of the episode, <laughs> <laughs> which we, hey, I will leave some time for that. Uh, we're digging into now a bit more of an alpha round and we just want to get some tools, tips, resources that can be linked to podcasting as well. But I'd like to start off with, is there a particular quote? It's either a favorite quote or really sums up your approach to life. I know we could have, growth is the one word it's not really a quote so is this something around that you really resonates for you yeah man so my favorite quote of all time is life is 10 percent of what happens to you and 90 percent of how you react to what happens to you look the the realistic thing is if you looked at my life and, and the statistics show if your parent has an addiction you have a 50 percent chance of being an addict if your parents in jail you have a 50 percent chance of ending up in jail you look at that and it says i'm 100 percent screwed right? But that's because most people live life the other way. They, re- they think that life is 90% what happens to them, 10% how they react to it. But it's the exact opposite, man. Look, I can't control the things that happen around me. I can't control what you're going to go do with this episode. You could cut it up, make me sound like a total jerk. I have no idea. I can't control <laughs> that. But what I can control is how do I react to that? How do I then handle that and move forward? Now, am I perfect? No. When my mom passed away, I went on a three and a half month bender where I was literally blackout drunk six nights a week. Um, and I escaped, I ran away. I didn't want to live. I didn't want to whatever, but then there was a moment in my life. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, how did you, how did you like, cause that three, you said three weeks or three months, three and a half months. Whoa. And you know, that, like you say, that can, that's a long time that can just be on loop for another three and a half, another three. That's your life. What snapped you out of that? Or, you know, what, what on earth happened there? Yeah. So I actually, I did have a a coach at the time in my life that was actually a relationship and spiritual coach because I realized I I was not very good at relationships in my life. And so what I do is when I suck at something, I hire people that are good at it Um, and they help me. And she, her and I were on the phone and she goes, what are you doing tonight? I said, going out with some friends. And she goes, no, you're not. She said, you're, you're going to sit in your shit and you're going to feel this tonight. And I didn't go out. I made the conscious choice to not go. I could have, I mean, it's not like I would have been slapped on the wrist if I didn't. I made the conscious choice to stay in that night. And it was the worst night of my life. I felt every bit of emotion, pain, sadness, all the things that come with grief. I felt all of it in that one night. Um, and I woke up and there was a huge weight off my shoulders the next morning. Um, and I realized I no longer had to run because I felt it all. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a lot of times with drinking or drugs or sex or whatever we want to numb something with, um, you know, it's just, we're never going to heal because we keep numbing and we keep numbing, we keep numbing. We have to allow ourselves to get to that rock bottom moment to then say, all right, now I can start moving forward. I believe, I believe everybody's rock bottom moment is the catalyst to their purpose and their success. Um, and, you know, my mom passing away was my rock bottom moment in this lifetime so far. Um, and uh, for me, I just felt the pain and I moved forward, man. Has there ever been a particularly impactful book for you or just a book you like to recommend? Anything that springs to mind? Yeah, I mean, there's so many, but I I always go back to the first self-help book I ever read, uh, which is Who Moved My Cheese? 
Okay. Um, and it's about, it's a book about change. It's, it goes back to kind of the quote, right? So it's like the idea that life changes, but what matters is how we react to that change. Um, and you know, Ed Milet says it best. He says, life, life is happening for me, not to me. Um, and when you get out of that victim mindset of understanding that these things happen, we have to move forward with it and, and get better. Um, that's kind of the bread and butter. So that book really kind of sums it up. There's also a really cool book and, and, uh, it's called what is the Bible by Rob Bell. Highly recommend everybody read it. it I've never heard of that one. Differently about all that stuff. Yeah. Wow. Jeez. Never heard of it. And I think this is going to go down the podcasting route again, but is there a particular resource or hack or tool or something that you use within your whole business and setup that, yeah, you'd cope if someone nicked it, but you know, you'd be like, damn, I was enjoying that. Oh, that was useful. Is there anything that springs to mind in that category? Um, you know, I think for me, it's, it's just the idea of, of obviously I listen to podcasts and watch YouTube and do all that stuff. But, um, you know, as I get busier, it's getting harder. I mean, I still listen to Rogan on the regular. Um, but, uh, but I think for me, it's really been about getting mentors and coaches, um, you know, without those resources and masterminds, without those resources, um, I wouldn't have been able to kind of scale and build the way that I have. Um, but if it went away, I think I could still kind of claw my way through you know, uh, but that's probably been the greatest resource for me is the understanding that there are people out there that want to help, whether you're paying or becomes a friend who becomes a mentor. Um, they're out there and they want to help and, and be vulnerable and be willing to, and open enough to, to, uh, to ask for that help. See, I was the kid in school and the reason I sucked as a student was, if I didn't understand something, I was afraid to raise my hand and say, I don't understand it. That was the biggest downfall as a business person before I used to, I thought I had to pretend like I knew everything, but it's the exact opposite. I know nothing. Let me keep learning. Let me keep growing. Um, and so that's been the biggest resource is just mentors and coaches. And from your network and specifically the people you've interviewed on your show, um, and haven't gone through the bulk of the interview now, who do you think would be like a really spot on guest for the Awakening Alpha podcast? Who jumps to mind? Good. Uh, man, I, uh, so many, I mean, I mean Fabio you know. Viviani would be great. Uh, I can see like, the wall behind you. <laughs> so, sorry, yeah, yeah, the wall behind me. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Anthony Trucks, who's keynoting one of the keynotes at my event coming up in May. Oh, tell me about Anthony Trucks. I've never heard of him. Yeah, so Anthony uh, is a former NFL player. Uh, he's been on an American Ninja Warrior three times. He just closed out Brendan Burchard's influencer event as a keynote. Um, just an amazing human being who uh, has is really kind of growing his brand at this point. But he's a, he's a seven-figure coach, um, massive entrepreneur but has a great backstory of like growing up in the foster system and like not feeling like he fit in and all these, these terrible things in his life. Um, just such a motivational, inspirational guy. That would be probably a killer interview on the show. I'll introduce you. Oh, thank you. No, that, that sounds legendary. I'm sold on yeah. that. Definitely. <laughs> I can see why you're having him keynote at your event. No, it's quality. He's okay. phenomenal. Yeah. And if people want to reach out to you, continue the conversation because the time flies here. If you've got the podcast, what's the best way to follow up with you? Yeah, man. So Instagram's probably best. So they can follow me. Justin T. Shank is the uh, uh, the username. S C H E N C K is how you spell the last name. But you'll we'll see put that, that in the, the show notes. notes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a confusing one. Um, but Justin T. Shank on Instagram, or they can check out my podcast, Growth Now Movement, uh, and follow along there and see the incredible people I get the honor of interviewing every single week on that show. And finally, in terms of you and even the podcasting realm and the work you do, what is the one question that you'd wish that I'd asked? And you feel like you want to get it off your chest. Is there anything that you need to say? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, more than anything, I think anybody listening right now who listened to your show or listened to my show and they, they're hearing us have this conversation, they feel like they don't belong. I just want to let them know that they do belong. 
Um, and what matters is taking that first step to really going towards your purpose, right? I talk to so many people who go, I think I know what my purpose is, but then they're questioning it. Um, you know, open up to what your purpose is and then start creating a movement towards that purpose and everything else falls in line. Um, don't, don't ever think that you don't belong because I felt that way for so long. Um, and it just ultimately held me back. So that's the one thing that I would add. Um, but dude, this conversation has been great. Thank you. No worries. It's absolutely flown. I've really enjoyed it. Your event, when's that? So that's, when's, that's coming up. How long, how long out are you and how's that all going? Yeah, so it's May 15, 16 uh, in, here in Reading, Pennsylvania. Um, obviously, incredible speaker lineup. I also have movement makers. So there's, there's two different, I, I don't want to say they're two different layers, but they're two different purposes within the, org, within the event. So there's the keynote speakers um, and there are people like Anthony Trucks and Justin Wren, who's a Bellator MMA fighter. He's been on Rogan's podcast eight times. Natalie Jill, who uh, uh, is a top five fitness influencer online, millions of followers, um, also a client of mine, just phenomenal keynote speaker lineup. And then I also have 15 movement makers. Um, and these are people who have been on my show, who are doing incredible things in their space, who have become friends of mine, who are there to kind of impact the audience and so on and so forth. I'm expecting about 300 people this year. Um, so that's super exciting. Last year, we did yeah. 150. That was the inaugural event. Um, so my goal is to double it in size. As a podcaster, you know, you're behind the mic, download, you're seeing the numbers, people do reach out to you a little bit, but that making that, what made that decision to do a live event? Because then things as a podcaster to organize, they're not easy. You know, it's, you know, people have to physically show up when you're used to them just, you know, plugging and clicking and listening. Dude, it's tough, man. Um, the, the idea behind it was that was kind of always my passion. Like I wanted to build a room of people who were extremely passionate to grow and love my show, et cetera. Um, my ultimate goal, actually, we have an arena here in town, which holds about 6,000 people. So the ultimate goal is to fill that arena. So um, I love the clarity, you know, having that. That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. And I'm really, really big on visualization and, and understanding how that feels and smells and looks and all those things. Um, but, you know, beyond that, I think, it was scary. It was real scary. Because like, yeah, sure, people, are, like you said, people are click and play, but are they going to travel to Reading, Pennsylvania, where our closest airports now are away, etc. Um, but last year, we had people from 15 states in Canada show up. And there are people wow. from the, you know, people who are employees who their dream is to leave their job, um, to people who just happen to like self development to multimillionaires that attended. Uh, it was a phenomenal room of people. And the goal now this year is to double it in size and then keep doubling until we get to that 6000. Um, but it's constantly building like live events are not easy. No. Uh, they are truly, truly, truly a labor of love. Uh, it is a no sell event. Um, so people come to this event, they're not being sold anything and the tickets are super affordable, which is cool. Yeah. And I'm glad that I'm I love the clarity that. again with that. That's it just makes it easier when you're like, cause then even attendees know what they're going to get or like, you know, so. Yeah. Well, it's funny because people see the ticket price and the, I think general admission right now just went up recently to 147. Yeah. And people are like, Oh, I'm getting sold. Yeah. <laughs> Because like all oh, these speakers that he has, they're selling me something because these are, these are massive speakers. But I'm fortunate enough that I've built great relationships and these are amazing individuals who are doing it for free. Wow. Um, and, it's, and it's, I mean, these are keynote speakers that get fifteen, twenty, twenty-five thousand dollars $25,000 a keynote. Um, it's just absolutely mind-blowing to me. And the people I'm talking to for next year, 2021, I'm talking $100,000 keynotes. Um, and so exciting things building. But for me, it, it was really like, okay, I'm doing this for what? Do I want people mm. to click play or do I want people to truly level up? And you truly level up. And at least I did when I went to events, when I connected with people, when I created those relationships in between the margins of the speakers. Um, and so I just wanted to be the person who was the catalyst for that conversation for others. So that was really the driving force behind the event. 
And in, in terms of podcasting, because I know that's your thing as well, like what would you say to someone who's listening to this as well? And you said about creating a movement in terms of podcasting, like, because obviously, I mean, we are a skewed audience or biased because we both got our own podcast podcasts. What are, you, what are your thoughts around that? If someone's thinking like, I want to have a conversation like this or, you know? Yeah, um, definitely. Look, there's a ton of podcasts now. I think, I think last year alone, almost 300,000 podcasts launched. Something, something absurd. Um, but the reality is, for, for me, podcasting is the medium, the only long form medium out there. It's the only one that we can go deep. It's the only one that we can truly connect with our audience. Um, you know, I think the average view on a Facebook video is eight seconds. So congratulations for getting your thousand views, but your average view is eight seconds long. Uh, on podcasts, if you have a hundred downloads, those people in the majority are listening to 80% of your episode, no matter how mm. long it is. Uh, and for me, creating a movement is not about the amount of people that are in the movement. It's about the depth in which you can help those people. Uh, and then they can go help other people. Uh, and podcasting for me is the ultimate way for those individuals to go out make a deep impact in individuals, whether it's one or 1 million, but this is the ultimate direction that you, that people, I think people should go into if they're trying to go deep with people. Love it. And you know, you hear them stats like 300,000, but I mean, people dropping out of podcasting and not having any staying power is, you know, is a huge thing as well. So if you're, if you're going to start one, you know, plan for the long haul and, and keep turning up and it will, you know, you could be the next Justin Shank. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to say your name again, man. <laughs> I love it, dude. This has been phenomenal. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you so much. The Awaken Your Alpha podcast. Live limitless. This podcast is brought to you by the Talk Accelerator, helping thought leaders increase influence, income, and impact by achieving their talk. If you'd like to find out more about how you can get onto the red spot, please do head over to Talk accelerator.com that's talk x c e l e r a t o r.com you can also book in your complimentary idea clarity call there to talk through any potential ideas you may have what is your idea worth sharing i'd love to hear about it and i'd love to speak with you very soon